Yo, what's going on, Toki Bro? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington. Here at General Fitness Company Studio, it is September 3rd, 2020. Yes, I changed my calendar. <laughs> 2020. And it's Thursday. It's a throwback, but it's not a throwback. Uh, in the episode I was talking, I was kind of brainstorming, and I said, and I am committing to it right now, as you hear it, uh, I'm going to probably take the next few weeks or so, maybe more than that, to um, redo some of my old Thursday, uh, some of my old episodes on Thursday. So this one is uh, like my fourth or fifth episode that I recorded January 29th of 2018. So it's a long time ago. This is over two years ago. And this is actually when I had a, uh, I had a co-host for a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, it was interesting. And, uh, uh, you know, I was a little nervous back when I recorded it and I, you know, I didn't know how to edit as much, so yeah, it didn't end up being one of my best episodes. Of course, it's my fourth episode, so I think it's good to go back and maybe go over some of the ideas that I had in this particular episode, because when I read the the title, I was like, wow, that looks really cool, and then when I listened to it, I was like, this is not anything like the title. <laughs> so, and unfortunately, I kind of did it again. I wanted to talk about how hap- how life happens uh, for us and not to us. And I, I, I brushed on that, but it really took me a long time to get there. <laughs> but I really think that you'll find a lot of value in this particular episode. We got a lot, we got very scientific today. Uh, we we cir- circumvented the normal philosophical and psychological uh, aspects of my, of my talks. And we went straight to the, uh, the, the, the science and then we deviated, deviated back to the psychology and the philosophy because those are synonyms for what you might find in, action, in nature, in science, in life in general. So I, I, I really do like this episode, uh, listening back a little bit to it. Haven't, I haven't completely edited yet, but from what I heard, I actually like it. I think it's going to be something that I'm going to listen to on, the, on my ride up to State College this weekend. So... Without further ado, I would really appreciate it if you would uh, turn the volume up and maybe leave a rating and review if you enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Like I did that. I switched it up on you. But yeah, listen to, listen closely. Maybe listen to it a couple times because I say some some esoteric things in there too, some things that might take you a couple moments to wrap your head around, but I think you'll really enjoy it. So Without further ado, episode number 466, I believe it is. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to just call it 466, even if it's not. Episode number 466 of the TR Expert Talks. How comfortable are you? Part two. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so yeah, this is going to be interesting. So 
So uh, this episode was one that I did a, a little while back, and I just want to get back into it because after after I listened to it, I was just like, you know what? I could have did a little better. It was actually one of my very first episodes, so I might be doing a like a maybe a series in the future, maybe for Thursdays in the near in the upcoming future. I'll be redoing some of my old episodes that I find interesting, and maybe re uh, you know talk about them again. So. We'll see. And so today's episode, I think it was my fourth or fifth episode of all time back in January of 2018. I know. See, this is a long time ago, two years ago. We've been doing this thing for two and a half years and uh, more than two and a half years. So (laughs) this should be it should be interesting to see the difference. You know, if you want to go back, it's uh, you have to scroll way back past 400 something episodes and you'll see it. It's called. Uh, well, it's got the same, <laughs> it's got the same title as this one. So go look for that one. Anyway, so, uh, are you comfortable, right? I wanted to talk about that today because as I, as I was thinking about, uh, what I wanted to do on these particular, on this particular episode, uh, I was looking at some of the episodes and I saw that, you know, this was interesting because I was talking about how life doesn't happen to us, but it happens for us. And a lot of people recognize that, you know, that, it does happen for us, but they don't understand why it happens for us, right? And I, I was watching a program today. It was, it was about uh, physics and more so the creation of reality itself. And I thought that was really interesting. Obviously, we don't have the, all the answers and we may never have all the answers. But we had, I, I, I found some really interesting ideas in this in this particular program you know they they were talking about some things uh that they put together some theories that they put together that uh, almost dismissed einstein's theory of uh, a string theory and so without going too much into this because this is not a scientific program and uh, i am definitely not a scientist but what they talked about is essentially what the nature of nature is and to think about what the nature of nature is, they kind of they went into consciousness and what consciousness actually has to do with why we are here. And it was really interesting because everybody agrees that we have some type of consciousness. We have some type of thing that is working inside of us, some kind of voice that is guiding us and directing us. But we can't really pinpoint what that is. Nobody says, well, my voice sounds like a Jimmy. Or my voice sounds like a Michael. Or my voice sounds like a Susan. You know, people just know that there's a voice that's inside their head. Or or not even a voice. Sometimes they're just like a feeling, you know. It it depends on who you are. But everybody has some kind of internal directive that is directing their actions. And the question is, what is that internal directive? What is that conscious? What is that, that thing that is making you what you are? So in the context of this particular episode where I talk about, you know, are you uncomfortable... I'm talking specifically about what it means to be you as a human being and to think about yourself as more than just a human being, but actually just a part of nature. So, you know, we think we tend to think of ourselves as like these special creatures and which is true. I mean, if you look at if you look at a uh, at. The stats, I guess, you know, I don't know if there's stats on humanity, but I mean, the thing that that makes us special in itself is that the, is the fact that we're even born a human. The, the chances of being a born a human is something like 400 trillion to one. So 
I mean, you you have more of a chance of being a tree or a ladybug because there's so many more variations and there's so many more of them than there are us. There's only 7.8 billion human beings in the entire universe, uh, you know, and there's like 100 million species of animals on the planet. So, (laughs) you know, well, no, that's not true. There's 10 million. I, I added an extra zero. Sorry. But yeah, so there's, I mean, 10 million species. So, I mean, if you have just... A hundred million of each species, that's, <laughs> you know, of each animal from each species, that's a lot. So you just kind of put that together and think about that, not to mention whatever else might, out, might be out there that is not necessarily uh, what we would consider a, an animal, so to speak. You know, I mean, you have plants and trees and stuff like that. You could have been a tree because at the end of the day, we're talking about consciousness, right? And consciousness, what is the definition of, definition of consciousness? Well, we don't really know, but we can say that con- uh, what it means, consciousness is synonymous to being alive, right? Now, the thing is that <laughs> if you really put that into, into perspective, you could say that your, 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 your plants have a consciousness, right? Because they're alive, that you could cut them open and you'll see that they have DNA. And in fact, plant DNA is pretty damn close to what we have it's like 99.7 percent different from what we are so it's kind of wild to think that we are pretty damn close to trees and plants but on that note though you think about this the fact you think about the fact that we are you know so significant but yet we are really just a part of this grand scheme of what we call nature so, uh, so being this part of nature, we have to look at what, what is nature's goal? What has nature done throughout history, right? Like at least from what we know. I mean, there could have been history from before human beings, but from what we, can, what we know and what we can study uh, from, you know, four billion years back, if not even more than that, we understand that the, 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 the nature of nature is, is, is to be able to observe itself. Right. And how does it exert, observe itself? Right. Well, we talked about that consciousness and that consciousness, meaning that it could sense and feel and and live. So essentially what that would mean to observe yourself or to be able to be an organism that can observe itself is to somehow propagate whatever uh, a part of you into the future. Right. Into eternity. So, I mean, I'm no philosopher and I'm definitely not you know, a religious fanatic or even a religious expert. But I would say if you were to ask me what the what the meaning of life is, the meaning of life is to, well, propagate yourself. And whether where you whether you take that physically, you know, that could be physically where you actually get together with somebody and you make a child or it could be like emotionally where you're spreading your emotions around, whether it be love or or hate or mistrust. Well, mistrust is not really emotion, but you get what I'm saying, though. Grief, you know, those emotions get spread, too. That gets propagated into the future as well, into eternity as well or infinity as well. And then you have ideas, you know, you have not just emotions, but you have ideas that could get propagated into the future. You know, we have the, we have cars nowadays, car Edison, excuse me, not Edison, before it is not around, but we can still look back and say Ford is still around because it is right. People drive Fords. So it's just something to consider that that is the nature of nature. That is what we are as part of nature. Our goal is to propagate ourselves into the future. So the, the so 
Now, that being said, the next step is to say is, is to look at what exactly does that mean? You know, obviously, I just touched on that just a little bit. You know, it could be your emotions. It could be you, you, a part of you physically, meaning you have a child. But what it really means is something uh, a lot different. What it means is that we all are part of this cosmic thread that is the universe or that may be the multiverse. And that as being a part of this cosmic thread, we have the ability to be anything that we anything we want for the most part. Right. I mean, obviously, we can't be a tree if you're a human being. But for the most part, you can be anything that you want, meaning that you have to start with being you and then developing and growing into something else. But the point here is, the, the, the whole point of this is that in life, a lot of people say that you know, you know, life is happening to them, that things are happening to them. But again, to go back, if we think about everything being on this cosmic thread and everything kind of being in the same, pretty much connected, right? I mean, we've all, in science now, we've pretty much all realized that we're all connected. Now, in this program that I saw, they pretty much, they pretty much denied Einstein's th- uh, string theory. And the reason why they did that is because string theory happens to be, well, I'm not going to get too scientific with it, but essentially string theory is a lot harder to prove. And it makes things, uh, string theory makes things move predictably when they don't. Things don't move predictably because they have free will or they have conscious. And conscious is just yet another force like gravity or anything else that can influence movement. Whether it's you standing up and walking across the room or actually a movement of people. You know, meaning like, you know, uh, whether it's <laughs> the, the first thing that came to mind is Black Lives Movement. But you get what I'm saying, like whether it's a cultural revolution or whether it's uh, actual physical movement or whatever, it, whatever it might may connect these these networks, these neural neural networks along this. I want to say thread, but it's not really a thread. Actually, what, what they talked about is how everything is connected by a, a, a point which is actually these elements that are make up the that are the uh, fundamental elements that make up the universe. So like I said, I don't want to get too scientific with it because it can get really confusing really quickly, especially considering that I'm not a scientist. But let's just let's just say for all intents and purposes. Well, this is actually true. It's not even for not hypothetically, but this is true. We are all connected. So the point I'm saying is that if we're all connected, there's no way that the world could be happening to you. It's happening for you through your conscious. Whatever is happening that you may not like, it may not be something that you like, but it's something that you most likely need because at the end of the day, you as a biological structure are trying to propagate into infinity. So you may not completely understand what's going on in your life from a conscious level because, you know, your consciousness only exists on exists in a very small, small, small sphere, you know, meaning that you only have a small sphere, sphere of influence and a small sphere of um, 
of uh, observation where you can actually understand what the causality of certain actions are. But in all actuality, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen and a lot of things that actually can create that, that can be the causes of other things. And the fact that we don't know exactly what what is going to happen from each one of our actions, you can, you can kind of try to predict it. But you never know because of the fact that we have, you know, randomness, a.k.a. free will. So because we have free will, everything else has free will because we are part of everything. Meaning that not only is it, you know, your, your choice to get up and go across the street to mail a letter, but it's also, you know, the wind's choice to blow the letter out of your hand I don't know. I'm making stupid stuff up. But you get what I'm saying. It's like you can't think that you can't think in terms of the world is happening to you. You have to think in terms of that you control the world because you are part of that cosmic thread. You're part of the universe. You're just as as much the you are just as much the universe as the universe is you. So I know this is a little esoteric, but. I just want you to think about this. Are you comfortable? You can't be comfortable thinking that you're just this human being living its life and you know, you get every once in a while you you get paid and you get a relationship and then you get you you have fun and then you you go through sad times and you you're more than that. You're actually something that is adding to this universe. What happened before us? Well, the universe happened before us and it created us, but we are creating the universe at the same time. It's a symbiotic relationship. Whatever, you know, ener- they say energy cannot be destroyed. It's only transferred. So yes, we are energy, but what doesn't ever change is information. Information is always going to be the same. It may evolve into other things, but the original information is still going to be out there as information. So whatever we you know, put together through feedback loops and through communication, we create the universe through that. And the universe creates us through that feedback. So it's just something to consider that we're not just, you can't just be comfortable thinking that you're just this little human being that has things happen to him. You have a lot of power in this universe. And once you understand that, you have the ability to seriously affect the outcomes of your of anything that you decide to put your mind to. So I know this sounds a little esoteric and it might have been a, a little deep for one of these one of these podcasts, but I just wanted to say that you know, sometimes it's important to think outside the, outside of the box. Sometimes it's important to think outside of how people have always traditionally thought because you know, that's where all the revolutions come from. Every single revolution in the world has always happened when people thought outside the box. Every, every change, every scientific discovery, every boon in the market has always been because someone decided to buck the trend and they saw things from a different perspective. And because they saw things from a different perspective, it opened up the, it opened up, it opened up the universe for people and it created more value for them. So it's just something to consider that, you know, whoever, at the end of the day, the point is that whoever you are, it's important to be who you are, because if you are who you are, you have the ability to buck the trend. You have the ability to create something, to add something to the universe that creates value for all of us. And therefore, 
makes us all better. So it's not just you being a good person just to be a good person. But honestly, what you put out in the universe helps every single one of us because it's added to the universe. And there you go. So yeah, that's uh, my uh, my amateur scientist uh, d- uh, analysis of who we are. I, mean, I, I, was, I was thinking about going uh, more of a psychological you know, standpoint, going with you know, Carl Jung and talking about Freud and talking about how we think of ourselves and we have our shadow selves and talking about the id and ego and stuff like that. But I wanted to go a little bit more scientific and you know, think about things from a natural standpoint, because that's really, you know, where, where it all boils down to, if you can look at it, and everything else kind of just, you know, branches off of that. It's a, it's a philosophy or a psychology of, of nature. But if you can go down to what nature actually is, then you don't need, to, you don't need those other things. You can just, those are just, you know, philosophy and psychology are just different, they're just, they're just, they're just synonyms for the same thing. You know, they're synonyms for how, for a descriptor of how life works. But once you understand how life works, you see nature around you and you see exactly all the iterations of how nature can transform itself into different, into different things and repeatedly it transforms itself into, into eternity. Because, you know, there's things that have, there's things actually on this earth that have propagated and have continued to evolve and we can see them in certain places that haven't been touched. Like there, there's crystals in Mexico I was just looking up that have been around for billions of years. Crystal caves that have been around for billions of years. And you can see these crystals that are huge. They're like hundreds of feet. And they, are, they, they started off like little pieces of salt. So think about that. You know, like things can propagate. They, you know, they can double. And they change what they, they change whatever... The thing is, and not, not only do they make it, could, could they possibly make it grow, but they could also possibly destroy it or change it into different in, into something else. Like, say, for instance, you know, you had the crystals on one side, but say, for instance, you leave a piece of fruit out, right? <laughs> My sister left some fruit out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She she likes to leave food out sometimes. I don't know why, but she likes to leave fr- fruits and vegetables specifically. I always put them in the refrigerator, but she likes to leave them out. Like, I don't know what that's all about, but I guess they make some fresher. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> so she left one out that was way too long. And so you think about this, and this is something to consider. Like bacteria, everything has bacteria on it, right? Like your, your, your skin, uh, fruits and vegetables, yeah, everything. You know, we obviously found that out. <laughs> I mean, we already knew that, but we were definitely reminded of that once COVID hit and everybody was talking about cleaning surfaces and, and sneezing and viral load and stuff like that, right? So bacteria is on top of, is on everything. Now, this bacteria at first doesn't have really any effect on us, right? You know, I mean, a little bit at a time, you, know, you can take it because there's a lot more of us than there is of bacteria. However, you let bacteria sit for a while and it's going to propagate. It's going to do what it's going to nature's going to nature, right? And it's going to eventually change whatever it's on, whatever it whatever it's it's host is, you know, it's it's going to eventually change it just like we're changing the planet that we're living on. Just like, you know, 
certain animals can overtake a whole city if you let them, if you let them deer i mean that's why deer hunting is is something that exists because if you let them run wild they'll overtake a city they'll overtake a town and you won't have anything but deer and then all of a sudden you'll have all these uh, all these deer around and you have a real big deer problem because you'll have like all these weak deer and they'll be in the middle of the road and you know you won't be able to drive anywhere cuz you know so you know everything has everything has this tendency to propagate. So if you understand that, then you can understand that everything is going to eventually either break down and create something else, or grow exponentially until, well, forever. It grows exponentially forever, and it grows pretty quickly once it starts getting once it once it starts going. You know everything they say with cells it has a doubling. They have a doubling effect. So if you let a cell just go run wild with, with unlimited resources, you can, in, in fact, check this out. I actually just read something like this the other day. You can take a penny, right? You know, a penny is worth a penny. It's worth one cent. You could take a penny and if you double it 80 times, you'll have more zeros than there are planets, or than there, than there are planets in the, in, in the universe, meaning like, you know, known planets, not necessarily like our solar system, but known planets. And there's a lot of them and it's a lot and it's by a lot. So there's like, it's like more than 400 trillion to like the trillion trillion power. Maybe, maybe not that much, but it's by, a, it's, it's a lot. 80 doubled, you know, one penny doubled 80 times. It gets big really quickly. You know, I mean, just think about two, you know, what is it? Two times two, four, four times four, 16, 16 times 16. We get big real quick, right? You know I mean, just think about it. You know, from 16, you get, you get quadruple digits in, you know, one, in, two, in two places. No, one place. So, yeah, you know, in one time. So think about that. So, I mean, so, I mean to, to kind of culminate this, to finish this all off, the key is for you to be you. The key is to be what you are, because at the end of the day, there's nothing else that is more important than what you are. Because if you aren't who you are, then you don't have the opportunity, then you're not living, you're not living as nature intended, because you are not giving yourself the opportunity to propagate into the future, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, or with just an idea. You just got to think about what it means to be you. And you got to be comfortable with that. And you got to understand that you are doing these things to yourself and for yourself so that you can potentially propagate your ideas or your physical nature into the future. All right, so yeah, that was a fun episode. Uh, uh, <laughs> it should be interesting listening back to this one on, on the edits because uh, I really dig deep into the brain on that one. <laughs> I, wasn't in the, I wasn't in the esoteric mode. Sometimes I'm in esoteric mode. Today I was not, so I, did, I dug pretty deep for that one. But I really do hope you appreciate it, and if you did enjoy it and you found value in it, feel, pre- feel free to share it. Share it with a friend. You know, Maybe it could be a conversation to start where you're talking about the the nature of nature, you know, or you're talking about the meaning of life. You know, maybe you can even quote me a couple times. Or like I said, just share with them and uh, maybe you can just have a good conversation about it in general. 
Yep. All right. So check me tomorrow. Subscribe to get that uh, update right away. Because uh, once you subscribe, it'll give you a notification as soon as I put it out in the airways. Sometimes I put it out late. Sometimes I put it out early. Today is probably going to be a little bit of an earlier one. So make sure you subscribe so you can be one of the first to listen to it. All right. I'll check you tomorrow. I had fun with this one. And as always, keep good company.